Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Oscar nominations came out yesterday. Do we care about these or what? I care about the, the issue at hand. Which, which, is we'll the, get, which, the, which we'll get to. Yeah. But, so, but other than that, So we no. have the Oscars here. What was uh, a couple of weeks ago? The Emmys. And right? the Golden Globes. Oh, and, and the Golden and Globes. The Golden yeah. Globes. And, I think this, and SAG, too, I think. Which is the most prestigious? Prestigious? Pre- <laughs> prestigious. It's okay. the, definitely the Oscars. Um, so these ones, the ones that were announced yeah, yesterday. I find them to be kind of pretentious and stuffy compared to the <laughs> other ones like the Golden Globes, but whatever. They were uh, announced yesterday, and Oppenheimer got the most Oscar nominees. 13. Oh, yeah, no surprise there. Really? Have you Not seen Oppenheimer? Me. I did, yeah. I saw it in the theater. Is that really good? It was, it was pretty good. Yeah, it's on my list of things front. to watch. Yeah. I just uh, haven't gotten around to it yet. Poor Things has 11 nominations. Have you seen Poor Things? I didn't, but I know people who did, and they said it's like extremely weird, but kind of good <laughs> in, a, like a weird, <laughs> in, in a weird way. It's like really weird, they said, but it's like strangely good. Yeah. Coincidentally, that's how I describe Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely weird, but it's kind of good. Yeah. You know? uh, Barbie got eight nominations. But a lot of people, what you're referring to, Cheyenne, are uh, talking about how Margot Robbie and the director of the movie, Greta Gerwig, uh, were snubbed. Yeah. They didn't get any nominations. How, like, But other people did in the movie and the movie itself. Yeah. So... Ryan, Ryan Gosling got nominated for Best Supporting Actor mm-hmm. on America Ferreira was nominated for Best Supporting Actress, but the star of the movie... Margot Robbie did not get a nomination. Which I don't understand. I don't understand how that's even possible. Ryan issued a statement saying that he was disappointed Mm -hmm. that uh, Greta and Margot were not nominated. But what could it be about Margot? Does she just not have a great relationship in the industry? I mean, I I thought she did a pretty decent job as Barbie. Like I said, man, it's the Oscars. It's a little too pretentious. You know, there's probably people on the Academy who thought it was just a movie about a toy. And it's like. Okay, like as if there was, you know what I mean? As yeah. if there wasn't something way deeper. So yeah. that's exactly why I don't really mess with that. Which Oscars is like interesting that. because America Ferrera's monologue was so much more. Well, the entire thing was. Yeah. It's easy to chalk it up as just some bright, colorful movie about a toy, but it's yeah. really not. So maybe she did something to somebody uh, years back. I if highly doubt it. No? <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. Because the said- producers of the live show here have no say whatsoever. Like the Academy is an actual Academy. Who's of voting on uh, the Oscars? The Academy. That's what I'm saying. Like they call it an Academy Award because it's an Academy of people, like hundreds of people that vote on this. The vote. But well, who are those people, though? Do we know? They're all just members of the industry that hold different. 
positions. You know what I mean? It's and that's and then, why it becomes so prestigious. So they vote on the nominations as well. Yeah. So well, then, the, yeah, the nominations come out, and then there's a whole voting period where they actually vote of the same people that yeah. created the nominations. Huh. Yeah. Okay. And of course, you know, not to what nitpick, but it's highly dominated by men. So well, and that's what oh, there's a okay. obviously they're probably not going to go for something like Barbie, especially. You know what I mean? Even yeah. comedies back in the day, even some of my favorite comedies that were really well done, never nominated because they were too like goofy or silly for the Oscars. Yeah. It's like, ah, whatever, man. Get out of here. This is all I've seen on social media this morning. Yeah. People freaked out about Margot Robbie not getting her nomination. It is kind of rude. Not going to lie. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. Let's go. Ah, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, middle school kids these days are doing much different things in the bathrooms than I think we did as middle schoolers growing up, Cheyenne. What did you do in the bathroom? Um, Went in there and peed and went back to class. <laughs> well, there would be days where I'd sit in there and work on my hair for a little bit for I don't know why. No women were interested in me anyway. There'd be days I'd be having a bad hair day. I'm just in there and then, you know, you hear the door open yeah. and then you go back to washing your hands like you're not doing anything. Because you would hate to have somebody see you fix your hair. Well, I mean, it's, you know, you're a dude, you know, you're in there just primping and, you know, and doing your hair. You know, I mean, no women were interested in me. Like like I said, man, I was a little chubby kid in high school. Aww. I had no one interested in me at all. But uh, middle schoolers these days are apparently filming TikToks in the mirrors of their bathrooms at the school. And there's a middle school in North Carolina that this is happening so much in that they've just removed the mirrors from the bathrooms. I love that idea in general. And you would have been general. okay with that? Oh, yeah, totally. You as an adult, are you okay with no mirrors anywhere? I would be fine with that. <laughs> Do you know how many times I look at myself and I go, oh, God, that's what I look like all day? Gross. (laughs) It may be a better society if we just got rid of mirrors altogether. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Some of the students were asking to use the bathroom up to nine times a day. That, I mean, (laughs) okay. go film a TikTok. (laughs) But what are are these TikToks they're filming? I mean, you're on TikTok. You're Um, scrolling. You know, I mean, is there any videos that pop up on your For You page on TikTok of kids in a bathroom in a school bathroom? Not of middle schoolers. Definitely not. Oh, that's not on your uh, algorithm? Not in my algorithm, (laughs) sir. What do you think I watch on TikTok? I don't know. The the For You page, the more Um, you kind of scroll, at some point you're going to hit the bottom of the barrel. And at some point, there's going to be some video you haven't seen. It may just be a middle schooler in the mirror in their uh, school bathroom. Well, when I get to the bottom of the barrel, I'll let you know. Because I have yeah. not, I have not seen these, so I don't know what they are. But as a parent to a teenage kid, it makes sense. I didn't even know kids were allowed to have phones at school. Were phones a thing when you were going to school? They were a thing. All my friends had phones. I didn't have a phone until oh, I was have, a senior in high school. And they let them bring them to school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, my huh. kid goes to school with having his cell it phone. And having it out is two different things. Just keep it in the bag. Yeah, pretty much. Some, yeah. Well, some teachers have this thing that they hang on the back of the door where you slide it in. Everybody's got their slides. Oh, like where about? we used to keep our calculators. Yeah, that's what it kind of looks <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they put them in, and then you can get them at like the end of class. Like as soon as they enter that class for that period. Well, this and I'm speaking on high school because mm-hmm. that's where my daughter. So at, that's what like, they make your kid do. She has like two or three teachers that have that, and then she has like two or three that just make you keep it in your backpack. So is it like one of those shoe storage? Things? Essentially, like yeah. on the back of the door. That's what it looks like, but yeah. it's not big enough for shoes but it's big enough to slide a phone in and it's got like a bunch of slots so kids aren't listening if you gotta take your phone out of your bag and put it in the slot yes absolutely <laughs> I don't know it's, I, it's in time out I just didn't know that they allowed phones I guess I should allow my daughter to bring her phone to school you know worst case scenario you never want that to happen at your kid's school mm-hmm. but it's good to have a uh, well that's a why we device. have it it's safety yeah and I mean I know your daughters are younger than mine but yeah. like at this age in high school, like I wouldn't feel comfortable with her not having a line of communication. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that makes world. sense. 
but you just got to, you know, hope your kid can control themselves and not pull the phone out and not oh, take yeah. that bathroom break and go film a, uh, a video. It starts in the home. It does start in the it home. It does. It starts you're with a, parenting. You're a good father there, right? <laughs> nice job. Hey, I don't mess around. <laughs> Gunner and Cheyenne. This is Camel Country 1079. Well, I'm sure when you turn 101, 101 years old, you're going to feel it. You'll feel it. Oh, I mean, you'll yeah. feel it in your body. You'll feel it deep down in your bones. I'm feeling it now. <laughs> I, know. I know. We're 43. Yeah, you're feeling it now. Just imagine, you know, more. You've already lived pretty much half our life, at least Abe and I, you know, in, mm-hmm. uh, in our 40s. You know, you're still a youngster there. Maybe a third of your life there, Cheyenne? Yeah, pretty much. How does it feel? It feels pretty great. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, but when you finally hit 101... There's a lot of people that ask you the question, what is the secret to a long life? What is the secret to longevity? And uh, that's what happened to a gal in Florida. She had her birthday party recently, 101 years old, mm-hmm. uh, which, by the way, she's a veteran. Her name oh, is I love that. Valeria Ryan. She joined the Navy in World War II and taught soldiers how to land bombs. What? How cool is that? She sounds amazing. And there's a reporter that asked her, what is, what is the secret to a long life? She said, quote, Drink all the booze you can drink. <laughs> yes. But I feel like there's a lot of people that, you know, turn 100 that are asked that same question. Mm-hmm. And wasn't there another gal that said, you know, a Coors Light a day or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> I've definitely heard that heard multiple that. times. Oh, but so the secret, booze. Booze. Just keep it up. Maybe uh, this 110-year-old woman, we have the audio here uh, to Abe. Abe mentioned this gal. I totally forgot about her. This is from 2016. Uh-huh. She's gone now. She's no longer around. But, uh, I mean, 110 in 2016. That's you expect impressive. her to be around now? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> she was interviewed by the news. And she just sounds tired, you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, listen to this audio. Here we Flossie, go. Flossie, you say you're a little tired this morning. Is that right? I am tired. Aww. She is very tired. That's actually, I heard your favorite activity to do at the center here is to take a little nap. Take a nap many times as I can. Later today, Flossie's family is going to be coming out here to throw you a big birthday party. Are you excited for your party? Not one bit. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be me. That's like you I, now. Well, I, I know. <laughs> that's exactly it. I don't like parties. But I mean, at 110, you're just like, get me out of here, man. I've lived on this earth way too long. Yeah. Why am I still around? Why am I here? I feel like this reporter like did not read the room. Like She was way too amped for you know, You know how those hits on the street go. They're like, oh, let's throw it to so-and-so out there. And she's just trying to be like, oh, yeah. like it's a fluff piece. Right. But at the same time, it's like it did not go well. Leave Flossie alone. Well, and also like a feel-good, right? I mean, you yeah, got a 110-year-old woman yeah. celebrating Yeah, but Flossie wasn't having it. No, yeah. she wasn't. I'm tired. I can't blame her. Maybe she needed more booze in her life, Cheyenne. And another else. nap. Yeah, yeah apparently, <laughs> right? Camel Country 107.9. Unqualified advice for life-changing situations. Hey, you get what you pay for. This is Gunner and Cheyenne's Big Decision. Well, Heather in Phoenix is facing a big decision today, Cheyenne. Okay. It has to All do right. with family. Oh, okay. these are my favorites. Oh, it's so juicy. <laughs> family drama. You yep. love that? Yep, I do. Uh, Heather, what's going on? I um, just recently moved in with my sister. We're super close. At the time, it seemed like the right move. We always wanted to live together. And, you know, I figured she'd be, you know, the most respectful roommate. 
I could, you know, possibly oh, have. And maybe maybe the most fun roommate. I lived with my sister for a little bit. We had the parties we had, Cheyenne. <laughs> oh, it was a blast. You and Karen would. Yeah. You and Karen would, but yeah. it doesn't sound like that's the situation with Heather because you sound dis- a little distraught. I, I am. All right, what's going on? Right after we move in together, she starts seeing this guy. And, you know, I don't have an issue with their relationship. I want her to be happy. I think it's great. But he is always over our place. And they, you know, have fun with each other, I guess you could say. Like, all day. Yeah, now, when you say having fun, are they playing, like, Twister, Monopoly? Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just making a funny. I know they're what you're talking about. Playing Twister, their their version. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's just gotten like excessive. I'm not jealous, anything like that. I just, I do not want to hear it all day. Oh, uh, uh, it's because you're hearing it. I mean, I can't believe she hasn't like picked up on the fact that that's how I feel. Are you doing anything to to make it known that they could be heard? Like banging on the door. And telling them I mean, to I not? I mean, I tried that, but it, it didn't. I mean, I do not think she's paying attention to me. <laughs> yeah, I, you're definitely not her priority in I, that moment. I feel like if you shout something, yeah. they're going to realize how paper thin the walls are if you are hearing them and all what's going on in there. If you send it back to them, maybe they're like, oh, oh maybe we're being too loud. We can hear <laughs> right mean, through the she, wall. She doesn't. She doesn't care. I can, you know, I can tell. Oh, that sucks. Like you move in with the one person who's supposed to have like mutual respect for you because you're like your siblings and then you move in together and it's not like that. No, it's not like that. You know, I'm uncomfortable. I mean, I'm pretty reasonable. It's not like I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, this can never. I mean, it's you're not being a prude about it. No, I, I mean, I've let it go on for a little while now. It's not jealousy? No. It's not the fact that she has a boyfriend. It's strictly the no, noise? No, I'm, I'm happy she has a boyfriend. I wish she had, like, an actual successful boyfriend, so he had a nicer place, and she went there. That right. Would be okay, so, so then... <laughs> but what it sounds like, is the, the majority of the issue is just the noise, and her not being respectful of uh, the noises that they are making. Maybe you should file a noise complaint and have the officers come tell them to Here's a better idea, Cheyenne. I I think she needs to say a prayer out loud. (laughs) That prayer would go as follows. Dear Lord, I pray that you forgive my sister for living in sin as she is having premarital relations right now at this moment. I mean... I pray that her soul is forgiven. (laughs) And that she won't have to spend the rest of eternity in hell for the decisions that she is making right now in this moment. Amen. No, that would be great. That would be great. So, I mean, I'm I'm in a really, I'm not in a good spot. Yeah, I don't. That, that's okay. a rough place to be in. Um, Camel Nation, if you've ever had to deal with this, 602-894-5653 is a phone number. You could also text us at 22108. And Heather, we'll see what we can land on here. You know, hopefully uh, Camel Nation, somebody has experienced this and has a success story to pass along to you. We live in a college town. Somebody's yeah. got experience in this for sure. <laughs> Well, I would love to hear what what they think because I, I really need help. Well, we will put you on hold, Heather, and uh, we'll see what we can do for you, okay? Thank you. Connor and Cheyenne. Well, Heather in Phoenix is looking for somebody to save her from her situation she's got going on. She's got her uh, sister as a roommate, and her sister's causing some turmoil in the old home. Yeah, because she's got a new boyfriend who spends a lot of time there, and their activities are loud. 
And Heather's kind of tired of dealing with it. Activities as in, uh, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. You know. However you yeah. want to describe said yeah. adult activities. It's loud. She can hear it. And it's really uh, kind of bothering her. So how does she handle it? I don't recall. But does she have the conversation already with her sister? Like, did they talk? No. As adults, they haven't talked. No, but she did say that she doesn't know how her sister hasn't picked up on the fact that she's uncomfortable with it. Uh, so advice is coming in from Camel Nation. We appreciate you, Camel Nation, for that. You can text us at 22108. Uh, text for the 602. Uh, she needs to tell her sister to stop exaggerating. <laughs> <laughs> text for the 602. My brother's looking for a roommate. So I guess if Heather wants to get out, there's a a room available. Uh, Text with the 480, I think Gunner should record that prayer for Heather so that she could just play it over the Bluetooth speaker (laughs) at the appropriate moment. Uh, Text with the 480, just get over it. It's your sister having fun. You're her roommate, not her parent. If she pays half the rent, she can be as loud as she wants. Yeah, but I think at some point, you have to be respectful of the people around you. You know, like, wait to be rowdy when she's not home. Yeah, well, what if she works from home? A lot of people do that these days. That's true, but, like, she never leaves the house? My wife never leaves the house. That's a good point. That's actually God, no, I want her to. <laughs> <laughs> she just... There. She's <laughs> always around. <laughs> Text with the 480, I would make a funny out of it, and I would buy a pair of earmuffs and have them near me, and when she walks in, I'd put them on. Yep. I think that sounds like a solid plan. Uh, but I think the most adult answer here is uh, she needs to just talk to her sister. Use your words. Communicate. Come to a mutual resolution. That's just something we can all do as just a generation in general is use our words. Have and, and the I, conversation. And based on Heather's tone, um, she sounded like her dog got hit by a car. She like she was just really distraught about this whole situation. So... I mean, if she was a little more lighthearted about it, I'd say do the funny stuff. And, you yeah. know, just got to have fun with it. But, I mean, if this is kind of ruining your day and ruining your life. Which I could see. It. it could get old. I get it. Use your words. Yeah. You know, and then ultimately make that decision. Like, hey, if we can't figure this out, I got to get out. I'm going to move. Like, I don't want to listen to you guys anymore. There's a listener here that would like a roommate. <laughs> I'm going there. Camel Country 107.9. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, what is the secret to a happy marriage? I've never had one, so I couldn't tell you. No, uh, yeah, that's true. And the first marriage didn't end up so happy, did no, it? No, it did not. All right, so well, the secret, according to the Wall Street Journal, is to, as, as a married couple, vacation alone. Like without the kids? No, on your own, without your spouse. Oh, separately. Okay. I just don't, like, remember last year I went and did an activity on my own. Mm-hmm. I went to the gun range, went to Top Golf on my own. That was just a day. I was activity. so proud of you, by That the was way. three hours. <laughs> and I hated every moment of it. I could not imagine going on vacation by myself. Like, just booking a trip to Miami or New York City. Yeah, but what if you Cabo. went, like, your guy friends? Because well, it doesn't no, you have to go by yourself. It's just separately, right? I read it as by yourself. Okay. Solo trip. Huh. I mean, I like doing things by myself, so I could definitely see that for me. And I know you've said that you wanted to go over to, um, where did you want to go? Dubai. Dubai. Yeah. By yourself. Would you still do that if you're married? No, probably not. No, I, I probably wouldn't do an international thing by myself. What would the difference be doing it now? Uh-huh. And doing it when you're married and going international. What's the difference? Well, because I think that like when you're married and you go somewhere, like, I don't know. There's just a difference to me. Um, I would go to Hawaii by myself if I was married. Like, I would do well, that you wouldn't by go myself. to Dubai? No, because it's international. And that's just... <laughs> like, What's I feel like my husband, Cabo? my husband probably wouldn't be okay with that. But like as a but single lady, secret, I would do it by but myself. But if it's the secret to a happy marriage... <laughs> You know? It means going, like, I don't know. I feel like there's definitely boundaries to traveling by yourself I, when you're married. I don't, I just don't understand this theory. I don't. You know, I mean, if you're going to marry your best friend, you should be willing to, and wanting to do things together all the time. Well, I don't think it's not right? about not wanting to. I think it's about your time with your within yourself. Like that time alone. I don't think it has anything to do with not wanting to travel with your spouse. I, I, I don't like being by myself, like on trips. Like, I, I, just, I would just get bored. And I feel like, you know, be like a wandering eye or something, you know? I don't, I don't know. I, you know, and then alcohol plays into it and stuff like that. I feel like you don't trust yourself. I don't. <laughs> well, at least, at least you're self-aware. But I mean, like, if if you're going on trips by yourself and mm-hmm. then alcohol's involved, it lowers inhibitions, right? I'm just saying, like, if if you're in a happy marriage or you're in a marriage, I mean, yeah, you should be able to co- control yourself. Mm-hmm. And I have taken trips, and yes, I have controlled myself. Yeah. But there's temptation. There's things that happen, and I mean, is it is it conquering that? Is to what ultimately makes you feel better about yourself and ultimately better about your relationship? No, I think it's... conquering temptation? I don't think that's what it is. I think it's just time by yourself, being able to be with yourself. What do you say, Abe? When you were in your happiest time in that relationship, did would you ever see yourself going on vacation by yourself? No, but that's this is not a one-size-fits-all thing. I wouldn't read too much into it. It's not going to work for everybody. Because right. I was in a situation where we did enjoy our time together, so like, I don't think either one of us could have imagined... But married or not, they say it is very healthy to travel alone at least once in your life for, for the experience. I don't of know, it. man. I, I personally enjoy it. I've been to Disneyland by myself.
And I yeah, but you also ha- weren't married in a happy relationship at that moment. Yeah, right. I know so that. I mean, if you're married, I feel like you should want to do things with your significant other and do things together. It's not about not wanting to do things with your spouse. It's about being comfortable enough within your right. relationship and, it's also and not by 100% yourself. Percent of your vacations. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, like this. It's not saying replace all your normal vacations with this. That would be weird. But I mean, right. not everybody has the money to go on multiple vacations a year. You're so if wrong. you have one vacation a year. And you're going to go spend it by yourself? No, I think that's where Abe is saying is like, this is not a one size fits all type situation. Like, it's not like you're going on these lavish vacations by yourself. I mean, I I wouldn't go if I was married, I wouldn't go to Turks and Caicos alone. I would definitely want to do that with well, my spouse. I mean, the article doesn't specify where to go on vacation. It just says on vacation <laughs> See, without I'm, your significant like, other. You can go okay. to Flagstaff by yourself for the weekend. <laughs> okay. and that's a, yeah, that's and by I'm yourself. sure your significant other's going to be just fine with that, right? Go enjoy Flag. <laughs> <laughs> a good, healthy relationship should be okay with it. Uh, have you ever done this? How, does this work? You can text us at 22108. Like, where'd you go without your significant other? And did you come back? Was your relationship and your marriage happier and stronger than ever? Absence makes the heart grow fonder. True. I, I suppose. Hey. All right. You can text us at 22108. <laughs> this is Gunner and Cheyenne, Camel Country. 1079. If you've got that special someone in your life that sets your world on fire. Lucky you. Uh, and you are married, according to the Wall Street Journal, uh, the secret to a great marriage is vacationing without your significant other. Now, that, that those are the words. Mm-hmm. I interpreted that as by yourself. Solo. I guess it does say without your significant other, so I guess it could be with a group of buddies. Could be with a group of girls. Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of how I took it. It's just like a girl's trip without your significant other. But you've also raved about solo vacations. Oh, yeah. I love solo vacations. how great they are for you as an individual. Yeah. Also, like I'm at a period in time in my life where I don't have an option except to go on solo trips because I don't have a boyfriend. So I have, if I want to do something and my girlfriends aren't available, I do it by myself. Yeah. Which I think is great to be able to do that. Um, so do you travel um, and go on vacation without your significant other? And is that, is it the secret to a uh, happy marriage? Text with the 602, traveling without your spouse doesn't necessarily mean traveling alone. I've mm-hmm. been married 38 years and have been doing girls trips for at least 15 years. We've gone as far as Cambodia and Vietnam with just the girls trip. I love that. He does some guy trips, which is typically hunting and fishing. And mm-hmm. I do, yeah, anyway, so they vacation alone and say that their marriage is uh, stronger than ever. See, I think that's great. My best friend and I are going on a cruise in a couple months and her husband's not coming. It's just the two of us. And we're going to go and spend time together. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know. I just hate the thought of vacationing on my own because I just have a much better time when I go to Vegas, when I go to Mexico with my wife. Yeah. But remember when you went on that guy's fishing trip last year, you had a great time and your wife wasn't there. Yeah, that's true. See? See, you just, I just need to do it but more I mean, it's often. A preference. It's a preference thing for yeah. me. And, you know, I think we're doing fine in our relationship. That's you good. Know? Uh, Bill is in Mesa. Bill, what are your thoughts on this whole thing, dude? My thought is I think it's appropriate as long as you have a strong relationship. Like I said, my wife has been on probably four or five cruises with our daughter without me because I stayed back and worked. And I actually went to the U.S. Virgin Islands with a bunch of friends. And she stayed back and had to do things. So, And it never affected our relationship at all. See, I love that. But, I mean, you also had said that you were, uh, you guys were divorced. Well, we are now, but it wasn't due to that. I mean, that was due to something else, but we're, we're best friends. Okay. Oh, that's this, nice. This, this is why we were married, and we were married 25 years. Oh, wow. And you, so, in, those and, set, in those vacations that you took without your significant other made that marriage stronger. 
in that in that period of time? It re- I, I believe it really did because you know what? Like when she was gone on a seven day cruise, when she got back, it was like I missed her so much that it actually built a relationship up. Oh, so that whole so sweet. Uh, distance makes the heart grow fonder line uh, true. play true there. I believe so because you know what? I'll be honest. I mean, I'm newly married now. But sometimes if you spend so much time together, it's nice to get a break yeah. from each other a little bit. Not that you hate that person or you, you know, but you get a little break and it's like, okay, then you, it makes you appreciate what you have more when they're not near you. Have you vacationed without your new wife yet? Uh, no, I because we've only been together two years. Oh, it's about time for that solo but, vacation. But, <laughs> but, you know, but you know what? It, it is it is coming up because a friend of mine off, uh, invited me to go fishing in Minnesota with him. And my wife's like, I'll pay. You can take him. You know, that kind of love. That's the kind of trust and love that yeah, we have. That's sweet. See, Bill, what a that. testament that vacationing without your significant other, I keep saying solo, but uh, without your significant other is the secret to a strong marriage. I think you should try it this year. Bill's got, no, no, not me. <laughs> but Bill's got to figure it out. He's got to figure it out, Cheyenne. Gunner and Cheyenne. There was some news that came out yesterday of Chris Young, and not only news coming out, but also a mugshot of Chris Young. He was arrested in Nashville the other night for what were the pending charges? His pending charges were uh, drunk and disorderly, resisting arrest, and assaulting a police officer. So the story goes... Is that he was at one bar, the uh, Alcohol Beverage Commission came in to do ID checks, compliance stuff. Uh, they you know, like asked Chris for his ID. They Everything was fine where they were. They left to go to the bar next door, which was the doghouse, and Chris and his buddies followed them over there. And the report said that Chris had struck one of the officers and made it a hostile environment, and then he was arrested. Well, there was video that came out overnight of uh, from like a security camera inside <laughs> the bar that this went down in the doghouse. And yesterday, prior to the video coming out, we kind of had this moment where we were kind of like having flashbacks to when Morgan Wallen was down there on Broadway in Nashville and drinking too much and getting into trouble and getting arrested. You know, yeah. that, that infamous Morgan Wallen mugshot yep. uh, was from him drinking too much down there on Broadway. Yeah. So here we have Chris down there on Broadway in Nashville, his mugshot and thinking, that, oh man, you know, hopefully Chris is okay. Hopefully he didn't have to go to rehab. You know, that mm-hmm. whole thing. That was our thought process yesterday. But after seeing the video, I'm kind of going to step back a little bit on that thought process, right? I feel like it was a little exaggerated on the alcohol enforcement officer's side. I would have to agree with you. Now, normally I stand very firmly on the side of law enforcement, <laughs> yeah. but in this specific situation with video evidence, you can't even see if Chris actually physically touches the police officer. It looks like he just puts his hand up to stop him because he was trying to have a conversation with him and the officer would just like yeah. blew right past him. Yeah, because I mean... the. <laughs> He, he did follow them over there. Yes. Right? And I think it was for the purpose of having that conversation. Mm-hmm. So when the officers were going right by Chris to exit the bar, that's when Chris touches the guy on the mm-hmm. shoulder. They said he pushed him. Right. That Chris pushed the officer. That does not show true in the video. No, not Taps at all. Taps him on the shoulder. That's when the enforcement officer shoves Chris. And yeah, Chris has had a few drinks. You don't have the best of balance. So he's a little wobbly. Yeah. And he kind of falls back onto the bar. And falls down, then his entourage kind of jumps in, and mm-hmm. that's when probably things escalate a little bit. Yeah. But it wasn't like how the story first said. No. And that's why we're kind of on Team Chris on this one. But if you have yet to see the video, we have it up on our Instagram, at Gunner and Cheyenne. Um, and I'm sure you'll see it all over your timeline later on today if it's oh, not yeah. already there. But uh, you can find us on Instagram, at Gunner and Cheyenne. We're kind of reacting to the video in the moment as we're watching it. But, you know, make your own decision. What do you see in there when the enforcement officer pushes Chris Young? Was there enough? 
leading up to that for that officer to push Chris Young like he did? It definitely looks like the the law enforcement officer is the aggressor in this one. Like, charges should probably be dropped. We'll definitely be hearing more about this story. And we'll keep you posted. <laughs> well, yeah, with the breaking news. If there's anything <laughs> comes out today, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll bust in with it, you know? It's not a bad joke. It's just a dad joke. Shine's dad joke of the hour. <laughs> this joke is so stupid. <laughs> Hey, Gunner. Yeah. What's the leading cause of dry skin? What is the leading cause of dry skin? Towels! It's not a bad joke. It's just a dad joke. Cheyenne's dad joke of the hour. Towels! Dry skin! Nah, yeah, towels! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> you got a towel off after the shower. Makes sense. Cheyenne's dad uh, jokes every weekday morning at about 7.50 here on Camel Country. That one, <laughs> that one, that uh, one, we are live on Instagram right now. Is it at Gunner and Cheyenne? That's where we're at right now. Uh, so we started doing, uh, just pulling it up live in the morning, you know, about 7.40 or so. We'll pull yeah. up on uh, Instagram live. So if you want to be a part of our Instagram live tomorrow, uh, at Gutter and Cheyenne, give us a follow. It, it like notifies you when we go live, It right? does, yeah. That's so go cool. follow us. Gunner and Cheyenne. Time to play a little game. It's called Pick Your Battle. Cheyenne, are you ready? I'm ready. Abe, are you ready? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gunner, are you ready? I'm ready. Tara and Mesa, are you ready? Yes. All right. Five questions or 60 seconds. Whichever comes first, you'll have three chances at each question. The more questions you get, the better your odds of winning. Abe, what is the category? Your category today is peanut butter because Ooh. it's National Peanut Butter Day. Ah, mm. sounds nutty. Get it? Peanut butter? Okay, save the dad jokes for seven fifty. <laughs> Although I did enjoy that one. That was good. All right, uh, Tara, who do you want to play against? Um, Gunner? Yeah. That's Man. three times in a row three this week. Times. I'm here for it. I'm out of here. Maybe they just <laughs> think I'm the smarter one. And if that's the case, I'm equally here for that as well. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> All right, Abe, question number one. All right, Tara, here we go. According to several surveys, what is the most popular brand of peanut butter in America? Peanut butter? Yeah, which is which brand is the most popular? Um, the the Jiffy? I'll accept it. It was Jiff. Okay, perfect. What is the best-selling candy that features peanut butter? Reese's? That is correct. What is a sandwich made with peanut butter and marshmallow cream called? Mm. S'mores? No. Oh. It's just pe- um, peanut butter, marshmallow cream on white bread. <laughs> I guess the next, I'll pass that one. Okay. What is the name of the chocolate-covered peanut butter Girl Scout cookies? Um, I don't really eat cookies that much. <laughs> All, right. All I know is the Samoans. That's though. time. That's time. That's time. Okay. I know that one's not it, and I know it's not the Thin Mints because I'm like I I only know those two, but I don't know yeah. any of the yeah Thin Mints are definitely uh, my favorite, but this one's probably yeah. second. Interesting. Okay, Gunner. Tara got two out of five. All right, two out of five. So you only need three. All right. All right. All right, Gunner. Yes. Here we go. According to several surveys, what is the most popular brand of peanut butter in America? Jiffy. Jiff. Yes. Okay. What is the best-selling candy that features peanut butter? Uh, Reese's. Correct. What yeah. is a sandwich made with peanut butter and marshmallow cream called? Peanut butter and marshmallow? 
<laughs> no. Um, heaven? Indeed, but no. <laughs> okay, one more guess. Gross. <laughs> oh, no. no. You're from heaven to gross. <laughs> Fluffernutter is Fluffernutter. the answer. Fluffernutter. Fluffernutter. Okay. Right. And it's awesome. <laughs> what is the name of the chocolate-covered peanut butter Girl Scout cookies? Uh, Do-si-do. No. Um, it's not Thin Mint, but Thin Mint. <laughs> no. <laughs> peanut butter. Oh, no. Peanut butter. I'm going to go with peanut butter. Final answer. No. Okay. <laughs> and that's time. <laughs> what is it? What are they called? Tagalongs. Tagalongs. Oh, I've never even oh. heard of that. Really? Oh, man. They're so good. All right. You guys are tied two to two. Oh, we got a bonus round. Uh, lightning round. Here we go. All, All right. right. Tara will go first in answering the question. All right, Tara. This is uh, numerically based, so it's just a number and the closest wins. Approximately how many peanuts does it take to make a 12-ounce jar of peanut butter? Five hundred. Eight hundred. The answer is five hundred and forty. What? what? The heck? Did you, okay, did you Google that? Did you Google? <laughs> I don't care if you Google it or not. Tara, you win. Yay! Gunner and Cheyenne. Have you ever changed your baby's name after it was born? Like you take the baby home. And then you realize that it's the wrong name. Whatever the reason is, yes. right? This happened late last year, um, and I came across this article recently with uh, Kylie Jenner. She had a baby that, when it was born, named it Wolf. Yes. Realized later, 20 months later, that Wolf just does not fit him. Mm-hmm. So she changed it to Air. Yeah. A-I-R-E, Air. And she had to go to court and all that to change the name. Oh, yeah, you have to file petitions. It's a full legal process. You can't just change your kid's name? No, I mean, you You could do it in, like, a non-formal setting. So you could, he, she could have just called him heir and then it would have been like formally known as Wolf. Well, you know, like when you get married and you change your last name, you just fill out some paperwork, right? You can't yes. just fill out a name change paperwork. You have to like be in front of a judge. Well, I'm- but in this specific case, she's changing every, like she's legally changing that. But like if you were to go, so for example, my legal last name is not my maiden last name. If I wanted to change my last name back to my maiden name, I would have to file a petition and go in front of a judge and tell them why. But why? But why do you have to do that? In an adult's case, they want to make sure you don't have any warrants, you're not hiding from creditors or debtors yeah. or anything like but that. If but if a parent, your legal guardian goes in there and wants to change a kid's name, it seems like a pretty extensive process to go and change your kid's name. Right, but equally, there's two parents involved. You have to make sure you're not hiding the kid from the other parent. Like, There's a okay. lot of things that go into change, like reasons why. So she changed the baby's name. Is that weird? I don't think so. You don't think it's weird? She says that when she first called him Wolf, she didn't feel like that was him. So postpartum, he comes out, she calls him Wolf, and she's realizing that that wasn't a good name for him because it just didn't match his characteristics. You wouldn't hairy enough? (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) But to that statement, I get it. I understand that because I am a firm believer in picking out a name sooner rather than later and starting to like call your baby that while in womb. Okay. Because they kind of develop into that name. Just because you call him that name while he's in the womb doesn't mean he's going to transform into what you expect this wolf baby to look like or be. Right, but I think that if... (laughs) (laughs) I mean... (laughs) They take on the persona of that name. But you think they do. 
Hey, you know what? I'm I'm all for the placebo effect. If it's <laughs> if it's manipulating your brain, then okay. It's kind of interesting. It. Like you are complete opposite of my wife and I with our kids. Like uh-huh. my oldest, my wife just had a name that she liked when she was in high school. That she's like, if I ever have a daughter, I'm going to name her this, and that was Kaylin. My second one. We had a list of five names, and listeners at a prior radio station in Tri-Cities, Washington, named my baby. Yeah, that nobody, stresses me out. Nobody saw a picture of her. We didn't call her Tatum while she was in the womb. Mm-hmm. That's just what the listeners landed on. So we went with Tatum, and my daughter has been named Tatum ever since. Yeah, that stresses me out. No. My oldest son, his name is Justin. He's a junior. I really didn't have an option. He got named after his dad. Do I like it? It's not for me. Does he like it? He doesn't like it because he's a junior through and through. His first, middle, and last are all the same as his dad's. Okay. And, and he of, likes that. He no, li- he doesn't. He does not care for it. Then he, why do you guys change the name? Because it's not up to him and it's not up to me. It's a group decision. And, and dad and, would want him to stay a junior yeah. and be Justin Jr. Yeah. Okay. Have you done this, Camel Nation? Did you change your baby's name after the birth certificate was filled out and signed. And why did you change the name? You can text us at 22108. Our phone number always open for you, 602-894-5653. Gunner and Cheyenne. Have you ever changed your baby's name later in life? Like when the baby was born, the birth certificate was the name you gave the baby, but then the baby, for whatever reason, didn't fit the name, you didn't like the name, whatever. And then you went and changed the name later on down the road. Or maybe you're... Like Ryan here, who apparently is the baby who had his name changed. Hey, Ryan. Hey, how you doing? We're well. How are you? I'm great, thanks. All right. So obviously the new name is Ryan. What was the uh, the first name? Like, What was your uh, given name uh, when you were born? So my given name was actually Michael. Not even really close to Ryan. But, <laughs> but why, why did they change your name? Or did you decide to change your name? No, it wasn't me. You know what it was? Like, I found out many years later when, you know, my mother basically told me that her and her father just had a really tumultuous relationship, and that was actually his name. Ah. That was kind of like your situation with your son, right? Yeah. Your ex-husband's name's Justin. His name is Justin. Yeah. So at what age did your name change then? I think I was like around two. Okay. Interesting. But I didn't really know till I was like a teenager and, you know, she just basically said it just was too much of a reminder of him and she needed to change it. Do you like the name Ryan? Oh, I'm okay with Ryan. I kind of feel like I am a Ryan at this point. You sound like a Ryan. Like that makes sense to me. Yeah, don't I have a Ryan voice? <laughs> you do. It is very Ryan. Like that's a new game. We just yeah. gotta have people call and Cheyenne's gonna give yeah. you your name based on your voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Ryan, appreciate the story, dude. I love you, man. (laughs) I love you too, man. Have a good day. All right. Kara is in Mesa. Kara, you changed your baby's name after it was born. I did. Uh, (laughs) It is a kind of funny story, though. Okay. Okay. Um, So I was pretty drugged up after (laughs) I gave birth. At least you're honest about it. Yeah, I was definitely not going to go the natural way. Uh, Uh, (laughs) Give me all the drugs. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so my husband and I had been going back and forth between names for a long time. And I will tell you, again, I was drugged up. That MFR filled out the paperwork. (laughs) And so he... Put the one he wanted. <gasps> he thinks it's hysterical to this day, but we did, in fact, change it back before the 12 months. So what was the baby's name that he put down? He put Mary Jane. <laughs> 
And yeah, <laughs> keep laughing. Exactly. <laughs> That's just why I said no. <laughs> okay, but because you're a drug dump, you felt safe. It was a safe time to do that. But obviously, when you came to and you saw that the baby's name on the birth certificate was Mary Jane, how long yeah, did it take bo- for, for you to go and change the name? About eight months. What name did you change it to? Marjorie, after my grandmother. Oh, I love that. Cheyenne's an old soul. She likes the old names. I do. But I can see how Marjorie can get confused with Mary Jane. I mean, I'm going to take your husband's side on this. Maybe he had a little too much Mary Jane. He tried to put down Marjorie and then just kind of, you know. (laughs) We don't mean our daughter. Marjorie's a very pretty name. I love that. That's good. She's my little grandma. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Oh, my gosh. My heart. Camel Country 107.9. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 